0: Poetic Properties is a complex creation brought to you by infinitely complex production and sponsorship with peacefully flawed apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, you have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex the Poet, Father, Author, and Entrepreneur as promised you guys was going to get this ep- uh this episode through hell and high water i had some technical difficulties last week um the camera had broke the computer was messed up um everything was just kind of uh going into shambles and so i had to i had to figure it out um it was a blow out of left field i didn't i didn't expect it to to happen I'm proud of myself, though, because I didn't, like, even though I was mad, frustrated, stressed about it, I immediately went for the fix, right? But normally, I'll just, I'll be mad. I'll let it deter me from uh, from everything that I have going on. But this time, like, as frustrated as I was, I immediately um, started searching for the fix. Everything came in yesterday. Um I fixed the computer, fix the camera, and and we're back. So um this is episode ninety-two, face it, the this the episode that you guys should have got on Monday. But we here now, right? I mean, everything is not uh perfect. We always talk about on here how you know perfection doesn't exist. The goal is to uh try to obtain as much perfection, um, how you see it as possible, right? but um yeah we're here now so i handled the week a little bit better um both emotionally and mentally it was still a bit difficult though uh um but i maintained it was difficult but i was able to get through it i was able to you know Feel how I feel and um, kind of be, you know, okay with that. It was it was nerve wracking enough as is because everything was messing up. Um, I don't feel good right now, but that's neither here nor there. Y'all gonna get the show that y'all gonna get. You feel me? Because it's necessary for me to stay on um, on target, on track with what I'm trying to do what I'm trying to accomplish, the people I'm trying to heal, along with um, healing myself, right? And so I'm learning that when you are moving in purpose, you cannot allow the regular, degular things to um, deter you, right? I know it's discouraging sometimes, I know it's difficult, I know like, it just, it just is what it is. But trying to get through the week, um, I realized something that the more that I reduce my emotions in any given situation, the clearer it gets for me. Like I know we're emotional beings, I know that um I know that that's a big part of us. And we all try to fight through it. But for me, I learned that emotions for me is is lightweight my enemy. And I don't mean emotions as in, um, how can I say this? When I'm dealing with people or things and I have the idea of I don't want to hurt this person. I don't want to ruin this thing. I don't want, like I'm always thinking about that thing first. And um I've been put on the back burner a lot of times because of that. And so for me, I say it time and time again, you know, I go I, I typically go towards the logic aspect of it because it's no feelings there. There's no emotions there, it's it's facts or not, and then I can move on. I am very emotional when dealing with anything in my life that I am passionate about, whether it's my business, whether it's work, whether it's parenting, um, relationships. Like, I am emotional, but I have, a, a, I have a, a control, I have a certain level of control over how I handle things, and I just noticed that the more and more that I relax the more and more that, you know, I look at the person, the thing, the place, like for what it is, I'm able to see a little bit clearer. And that helped me, you know, get through the week. And this is a, this is a, this is going to, healing is going to be an everlasting thing. I'm, I'm, and I'm prepared for that. Um, we're not really taught how to heal for real on the emotional side, even on the physical side. Like it's just like you know, put a bandaid on it, put some peroxide on it, and then you know, just get to going. And we're not really taught how to heal on the emotional side because so many people before us um, have an emotional deficit that is just they never got a chance to um, overcome it. They never they they never got a chance to gain ground on their emotions because of just life in general. You feel me? And so with that. I'm trying to take all those moments and um and make it different for me and my kids. Oh, that's good. Um and make it different for me and my kids, right? I don't I don't want them to have the same um obstacles. I don't want them to have the same struggles, trials, tribulations as I did. So, because I like I'm sacrificing myself as a as a parent, you know, to get them to a point to where they uh, they are they surpass who I am, how I am, but they get to their points a little bit faster because I'm willing to sit back for them. Like for my kids, I'm willing to sit on the back burner um, and watch them, right. And 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 allow them to to grow, but for everything else, now I can't. I I, I can't do that. I have to remain focused because I'm living a purpose a, a purpose driven life. I'm 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 trying to heal. Right while I'm healing, I'm trying to heal me on here. Me uh, opening up is me trying to heal because it hurts. You know when I'm talking about certain things, it hurts. Like I'm not gonna hold you, it, it hurt pretty bad. But because I reduce the emotion of it like right when I'm like while I'm recording, you're gonna get an opportunity to hear it and hopefully be like, Man, that's crazy. Because I feel like that too. And I have to, and, and I maybe maybe that's what it is for me, is that my emotions is too high. I'm I'm believing in 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 something that is not there. Like when we are at a point of fear, when we are at a point of hurt, we are at a point of pain. We will do anything not to feel that pain, including. Change our view of who you are, knowing that it's incorrect. The idea when you're in, a, in, in and from what I've learned in being in abusive situations, the idea is just to to not get abused It's not to really save yourself it's not really to 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 grow it's like i'm in this mental state to where i don't know how to leave i don't know how to not do this i don't like so we we start looking at these people like they're gods like they're you know like we put them on the pedestal even while being abused because when we do that we're able to um have a little bit of solace and that's so unhealthy that that, that we do that So for me, um, what my healing looks like is I'm not tolerating arguing. I'm not tolerating, uh, interruption of my peace. I'm not tolerating, uh, bullies, um, boundary crossers. Like there, like there's, there has to be some type of respect or like, I just can't deal with you. And this is just little things that I'm sitting like, like this week. I'm just, I'm going through it mentally and I'm just like, man, like, Why do I still feel a certain way about about certain things? And it it hit me like that's because you keep making superheroes out of regular humans. You think these people is, is gods. And so it's hurting you so bad that they're behaving that way because it's like, dang, I looked at you a certain way and this is this is what you're doing. And so that falls into. Why? It's necessary for you to, at some point in your life, just pull away just a little bit, not for too long, but just pull away so you can find out who you are. So you can see what you can see people through the natural eye and not this, you know, this God tier type vision like like, that we have. Like being able to do that for me and it hitting this week, I've been able to. To just chill i don't like I said, I don't feel good at all, but mentally like this week was a was an okay week mentally this was a this was an okay week um I realized too, in the i realized too that and this is a me thing, and I've been like this, and i I took pride in being like this, and um so I'm not I'm, I don't want to blame anyone. I don't want to blame, you know, my upbringing. I don't want to blame yada, yada, whatever. This is a me thing. Right. I notice that. I am an anchor or I, or I was an anchor for so many people without having my own anchor, meaning no matter what you did in your life. When you reach out to me, if you're in danger, if you're in need of something, I take that on like, oh, my God, um, here's this money. Here's this advice. um, Here, borrow my car. Here, you need food. Like, I've always been that way. I've always been that way. I, 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 I put myself there. Right. Because I've always wanted to be a helper, but. We talk about often, you know, understanding when you are dealing with a taker, understand that they're never going to not take because you keep giving, because you have this idea of, or you have this idea that they are in so much need and you're the only person on earth that can help them. Oh, wow. When you're going through things similar. You getting to it, you figuring it out. You're not really, you know, you're not calling and depending on anybody. Again, even that's not healthy. I'm not saying that it is because everybody needs help. All the, like, everybody needs help, but people don't need help all the time. And knowing that I had to cut the chains off the anchors to a lot of people because I'm here to help. I'm here to to in whatever way I can, whatever my purpose is in people's lives, I'm willing to do that, but not at the cost of losing me. I tell people, I don't want you to give you I don't want you to give me what I give you because I don't need that. In the event that I that I do need something different that I know you are skilled at, that I know that you you do well or whatever. I know that you um, have connections towards in the event that I need that I do. If I reach out, I want the same energy. Like I had a conversation with my kids like nobody in this house has an urgency. Nobody in this house has an urgency like me. Right. And they're kids. I get it. Like they're not supposed to have urgency, but certain things you're supposed to have a, a, a certain level of urgency about. And it's something that I'm trying to teach them that when like you don't like my kids are very much. All right. Whatever. It was a whole last fire the other day in here. And the older kids was like, oh, he did it. And then just start roasting them. My youngest son, I'm sorry. Huh? Did you all put the fire out? Is everything okay? What's going on? I noticed that and so I have to correct it. You need to understand danger. You need to understand your emo- emotions. You need to understand your feelings in a very urgent manner. Cuz it's very much so right now. And if you uh, I'm saying that because I've been I've been in a position to where I wasn't urgent in my emotions, and then I lashed out. Like, it built up, like, over and over, and it's compounding on top of each other, and then one thing will happen, and now I'm yelling at you, and I'm, I'm venting, and I'm getting shit off my chest from a month ago. Why I didn't say it a month ago. And I realize it's because of how I look at people. Right, it's, I realize it's the pedestals that I that I put people on. I allow them to be these gods in my eyes, and it's like they're mere mortals. They're like we're the we're the same. Yeah, you you you're a little bit smarter here or there because of your experiences. Yeah, but we breathe the same air. We walk the same the same streets. We eat the same fo- like, huh? So I had to cut a lot of chains off and I'm not even looking for like for me now, I'm not even looking for nobody to to be an anchor. I know I I know that there's something in my business that I need help with. Right. I know there's something in my life that I that I'll need help with. I know like I know that. But I got to be able to figure it out first. I got to be able to put the effort in first. I have to to learn the lessons first. The idea of help is. I tried every single thing that I could possibly think of to fix this issue and everything that I did failed me. Now I have to call somebody. We feel like it's like, we we feel like it's egotistical at first. Now I'm going to figure it out. I'm like, nah, I don't need no help. The reality of it is, is that You have to try. You have to give the best version of you to you before you reach out. People weren't returning that. Like, and when I say I'm like, I've I've been the anchor for so many people and I love them. I don't y'all know me. As long as you never try to, like, physically kill me or my kids, like it, I don't give a fuck about too much of anything. But I had to make the move of, A, you're relying on me, not even as help, but you're relying relying on me as the primary situation. You just know that I'm going to do it. You just know that I'm going to figure it out. You just know that no matter what, I'm going to give it to you because I, I used to be that way. I used to be that way. And I don't want to be. Either we're going to heal, help move forward together logically or we're or we're not. There could be a different version of the relationship, a different version of the friendship. But me being the anchor and you just being able to live life and fuck up and do what you want to do and just know that as soon as you call me. My heart is just going to melt and I'm just going to be like, oh, i got to help you. I don't ask people for anything. That's ego. I'm being honest. I don't ask people for anything because it's been held over my head so many times in the, in the few times that I've asked people for help. It's been held over my head so many times that it's just like, it's a it's a trauma. Not asking nobody for nothing. Because now you 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 want to know why. You wanna know what happened. Like, this is one of the reasons why I love my brother. Right? I call my brother and I'll be like, um, and it's few, it's few and far in between because, like, this, that's my brother. We we are responsible for each other. But it's a few times that I'll hit him up like, hey, bro, um, I need $100. I'll get it back to you. Um, and I'll start to tell him why. And I don't think there's ever been a time in me asking my brother for stuff over the years that he ever listened to the why. He'll always be like, hey. You need it and I have it here or you need it. I don't have it, but I know how to get it. Give me a second. It's never why you need that. What you did. It's never that. It's never that. Like he's the only person that um, that I've come across and that is just that way. I had to learn. To be that way with people. I, if I hear the story, if I hear the story, I might give you more than 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 what you what you're asking me for. If I hear the story, I might give you more time than you even asking me for. But if I'm just like, hey, I got it or I don't got it, I don't I don't need to hear the extras. This, the 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 story for me makes it worse because now I feel like you are putting me in the in a A position of being a shitty person Because you just said your dog died The other dog ran away You don't got no food The lights cut off uh, You don't got no gas in your car Now I feel like shit Because I'm like No, I don't got it My mind says Dang, you really doing bad Let me work overtime And give you money from my check Let me sell something in my house Get you something uh, And give you the money from it Let me go and get a loan out. Like for me but they give you all the money That's how much of an anchor I was Right Sounds crazy right I could have bought a house 10 times over I could be owning multiple cars 10 times over But I was being everybody's anchor Before I was being my own And I was sitting down this week And I'm meditating And I'm um, <clears throat> And I'm meditating That hit me like, bro, why? And I just started thinking about all the times people have called me and I didn't have it and they had no clue, but I gave it to them. I started thinking about all the times where I didn't have time to do something for somebody, but I gave them that time and they have no idea. I have no idea the burden placed on me from them Depending on me, but that's not a them thing. They're takers. What do I what do I expect? I'm not saying I'll never help nobody again. I'm not saying that um, I even feel bad for helping the people that I did before. It's a lesson. It's a lesson that we have to learn. We have to go through. We have to learn how to be there for people in a healthy way. We have to learn how to identify the taker so we are able to be like, no, I I, I can't I, I can't. I don't got it. This is something that keeps repeating. This is something that, you know, you have no hold on. Um, I lost my train of thought. My work is texting me all my day off. Um, dang it, I lost my thought. I'm real, y'all. Y'all know I'm not editing this out either. So, I'm about to. I'm a. Hold on, let me see. I had to learn how to look at people and be like, no. And it's it hurt me so much to say no to people. But I know how hard I grind to get to where I need to get to the next bill, the next, you know, the next meal, like uh, uh, everything. Right. I know how hard I grind to get to that. Excuse me. And even in that, it's still hard for me. It's it's real hard. But I, I have to say, no, I don't have a lot. I have enough, but I don't have a lot. I'm no longer going over and beyond to to help people who don't want to help themselves. And that's something that I had to face because it's difficult for me. I don't like seeing people hurt. I don't like seeing people in need. I don't like seeing people bothered and all these type of things. But it's like, so you like it for yourself? That's I told you I struggle right now with spirituality and the idea of of God because losing my daughter. But also because a lot of the concepts that I was raised on are biblical and it just doesn't make sense to me. Because if I'm. The universe is about balance. And if I'm giving, 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 giving and nothing is coming back to me, I'm off balance. Right I'm off balance I'm, 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 I'm giving peacefully I'm not you know I'm not in a rush to harass nobody about anything and I'm realizing that it's off balance because I'm giving my portion away. I realize I'm giving everything that was meant for me, I'm giving it to other people. I I sat there and I I, I cried about that because I'm torn. I want to help people. I want to help people. And I want to help people in a healing way. But I want to do it in a way that doesn't take away from me. That doesn't put me in deeper depression, doesn't further my my uh, struggle with anxiety, um, doesn't put me in a position to take anything away from my kids. And so I'm learning that me speaking up or me just not dealing with with, with people or or what have you is putting me in a position to obtain more peace. Like I see people all the time. Oh, uh, like last week. Everybody was mad at Jay-Z about something about him being a capitalist and, and having money and da 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 And we have to, like, for me, I don't, I don't care. I don't care how much money people make. I, I just, I don't. I don't feel like people owe me anything, especially people, uh, especially entertainers, right? I don't care if you have a billion, a trillion, whatever. I don't, I don't feel like you owe me anything. Because this is the this is the reality of life. All of us started with nothing. And everybody worked to their best ability to get to something. Some people even excelled to get more. I don't get to say because you worked a little bit harder, you caught a a different situation than me and you were able to get the more and not the just enough. I don't have the right to say you owe me. What that means to me is that I gotta get up and try to get to the more. I don't know how hard you work to to get to your more. I don't. But I know it's out there. I know that there is a chance that I could get to that point to where, like I was telling my brother yesterday, like my goal is to be able to go on vacations with my kids when I want to. Right. I'm not looking to to be a billion, trillion, gazillionaire. I'm looking to be in a position to have all my bills paid and have the luxury of saying yes to my kids when they when they like something, when they want something. That's it for me. That's my fame right there. For me, it's my kids saying, Dad, I want a car and me being able to say, "Okay." Not spoil them. My kids work. My like they hustle. They do you know they get good grades and stuff like that. So it's not just one of those like I want to be able to uh, spoil them without context. Nah. And even if I did, it don't matter because they're my kids. But it's so much stuff I had. Like it was really this. <clears throat> this week's meditation was weird for me, right? Shout out to Blue for teaching me how to for real. You know. Meditate But This one was different for me Because so many walls broke down of So many walls of defense broke down That I was defending myself from me Because I didn't understand certain feelings and certain emotions And like I said, for me Everything has always been pushed out Like all of my good stuff Is going to the people I haven't found, I haven't found no one to replenish it. I give my all in relationships. I haven't found nobody to fully replenish it and make me feel safe. I give my all to parenting. If y'all knew my kids, y'all be like, "Yo, you need a vacation from them, and not y'all need a vacation together." <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Giving everything outwardly, I, I gotta face the 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 what is what is it? I have to face the music. I have to face the music of you put yourself in this in, in this situation as a result to how you feel about people. You want to help. You giving your all. You're not sitting down and saying to yourself that sometimes help is saying no. Sometimes help is saying I don't got it. I had to face myself for that. I'd be looking. Listen, I'd be looking at my cash app, my Google Pay, all that type of stuff where I where I dished out money. And I am a trick. I'll give anybody anything. That's not cool. Because I be needing it sometimes or I just be wanting to do stuff for myself that requires the funds. and But you need help, right? And this week that it hit me, man, it hit me like like you really got to get it together. You really like like you really have to figure out how you want to help people for real. Being their anchor is not it. Or. Being their anchor without consequence is not it, and not consequence as in I'm gonna be like, look what I did for you, yada yada, whatever. But consequence as a big dog, you are gonna have to figure this one. Now I don't got it. I have no advice for you because I I get I've given you advice time and time again, and you don't you don't listen. I'm a, I am very big on not. Allowing people to give me advice if they never been through the situation. I know a lot of people be getting mad because it's like for me, if you don't have kids. And you are not an involved aunt or uncle. I don't want to hear shit you have to say about what I'm doing with, with kids. I don't I, you don't like I can't come to you in my trouble. You don't understand. Yeah. You know, books, book book knowledge is cool yada yada whatever but have you ever woke up to a fire a kid running through the house naked flower all on the floor two other kids fighting over god knows what and have to figure out the situation right now immediately if you haven't get up out of here you can't help me you can't be. You can't like. It's 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 very few people, and re- like as a results to my kids that I speak to, with the with the intent of a response. A lot of times I'll be saying shit, and it's just like this is just what I'm going through. Uh, my kids are crazy, yada yada, whatever. But a lot of like it's more times the um, it's more times where I say something to certain people, and I respect what they say because. They've been through similar situations, going through similar situations, right? The difficulty is that i I gotta fight me from hearing help and running. I'm immediately putting through the button up with the superman jump with the with the Superman suit under the under the button up immediately. but when I need help. I don't know what to do. When I need guidance, I don't know what to do. And that's unhealthy for me, especially being off my meds, especially, um, especially right now in the time of year. It's birthday season for me. So my emotions is crazy. For the next six months, I have birthdays, including Kennedy, who passed away. So my emotions are in shambles. So I can't be... I can't. I can't open up the shirt and and, and give it to y'all. I got. I have to give some to myself. The purpose of the podcast because I couldn't find nobody to help me heal. And yeah, this is this is this is healing my mind. This is healing, you know, my emotions. This is allowing me to understand the uh, the purpose of going through shit. Life is so fast, we, we we go through shit and don't even realize it for real. Like, we go through so much trauma in a day that we don't even realize. We go through so much hurt, so much confusion in a day that we don't even really realize because we have to get through the day. One thing that, one good thing about me not being on this medicine right now Or One good thing about me Being on the medicine for so long The antidepressant So long And then not having it Is that Now My focus is a little bit different Of the issues Because I know how I felt on the medicine I know that when these uh emotional spurts hit when it's when it's uh when things get difficult, and you know I feel like everything is coming I know i gotta face it there is no medicine i'm not gonna you know put you on the business as to like as to why, but there is no medicine no more now what we 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 blame everything. We blame everybody for everything. And a lot of times the blame is um, what it's supposed to be. It is. uh, It is. I can never think of the freaking word. I'm sorry. It's what it's supposed to be. But. Just like I say, we have to be logical and care for ourselves. We got to accept some of that blame, too. We got to stop being so soft. We got to understand who we who we are. I tell y'all, like I look at myself in the mirror every day. Why? Because there was a moment in my life to where I couldn't look myself in the eye. And I never understood that I was doing horrible shit, uh, uh, stealing cars, stealing in general, um, just being dumb. That got that pain got to come back somewhere. And I and, and I was embarrassed of me. And I told myself, that's when I started telling me, I wanna be who I say that I am. And this is not it. I shouldn't have to hurt someone or take something from someone to fulfill, you know, my life and, and my needs. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. And so I said, I think a couple of weeks ago, when stuff start happening to me in, in life now, I understand that's the universe returning a favor. When I don't have money for that, for that bill and it's about to get, get cut off, that's the universe. Hey, fam, remember you was robbing niggas? Remember you was stealing cars? Remember you was stealing out of, out of the outlet? Remember you was stealing out of grocery stores? Remember that? I'm peacefully flawed, for real. The person who the person who I used to be, in secret too. Right, I'm looking like a, a stand up guy, a stand up citizen, button up, polo, glasses, like nice shoes. Oh yeah. wow, I'm a wholehearted criminal. I thank God that. It didn't end as bad as it as it could have for me. But I have to face that now. I have to face who I was so that I can be who I'm supposed to be. I'm no longer lost in everybody else's bullshit. I'm no longer lost in everybody else's um, standards. This is me. This is who I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be on this podcast talking to y'all healing. I can't help you off. I never been through nothing. What would what, what, uh, Sister X say? If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you got to wake up and pay attention. That's where I'm at now in my life. I'm, I'm waking up paying attention. Because there is there is a. a I don't know who, I don't know how, I don't know when. This podcast is needed for a lot of people that don't even realize it. And the day that I don't, the day that I stop potting is the day that I not only give up on them, I give up on myself. I don't want anybody to ever feel like I felt when I went looking for something um, to help me heal I understand this is a hard topic. I understand this is a hard genre to, to, to be involved in. I told my brother yesterday, I understand when people don't tune in to podcast, to the live. I understand when people don't um, want to support the poetry and stuff. I understand it because everybody is not trying to heal. I just got here. Well, three years, four years. I just got here. I'll be 40 in November. I'm trying to do this for if nothing else, so my sons don't have a podcast at 40, trying to heal. So now I've shifted my mindset to now the anger, or the anger, the anchor is the podcast. The anchor is the poetry. Because. Words are healing, right? I don't, like, listen, I be trying my hardest to stay out of my conspiracy theory slash weirdo bag, but words have power, for real. I say things out loud so that I could hear them back to create a solution, When they are stuck in my mind, it's just, it it feels like getting punched in the head time after time after time by Mike Tyson in his prime. Excuse me. Because of that, because of uh, knowing that that feeling occurs, I have to stop. I listen back to this podcast. I, I see the responses of a few people who um, who religiously listen to the podcast, uh, the conversations we've had. And I know that this podcast is somebody's anchor. Yeah, we, we, we want to get it on a higher level and, 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 you know, get more ears and eyes on it and stuff like that. But right now in the in the dirt, uh, in the trenches, however you want to call it, like this is somebody's anchor right now. And I have to, like this week, I I for real, it hit me like, hey, this is a real thing. This is a real thing. And people depend on this thing. And so I made a promise to myself after, the, you know, after these meditation sessions that I was having, and I'm just like, bro, I'm about to change. I'm 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 about to change everything. Um, I'm about to change everything. You like, poetic properties will 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 be a thing that people get to know and. On a very much higher level, not because I want millions, not because I want uh, fame, but because I want my people to heal. I want guys to be able to be vulnerable, to feel what they feel, say, you know, say what they need to say and do it in a way that can be understood in a healthy way. I want women to understand, hey, we hurt. We need y'all, though. But in the event that we wilding out on y'all because we can't control our emotions, you get the fuck away. That be my thing. Like we have to learn when we are being raped emotionally, taken advantage of, disrespected. Like in harmful situations We got to get to that point I I I I can't stress enough How important it is That we get into Spaces that Really are fulfilling our purpose We keep falling for illusions we keep falling for all these distractions, all this smoke and mirrors. We keep falling for that because we haven't been able to face ourselves yet. We haven't been able to say, "Hey, this is what I really, really want to do," um, and I know it'll help someone. Or uh, I have this idea that'll make me a gazillion dollars. Like we so we so afraid of that because everything, like you being sure in yourself in in the world, looks like arrogance. I am an amazing spoken word artist. If I say that I'm arrogant, I'm cocky, I'm not that good. I'm like like you get attacked for having uh, a pride in what you do and and, and, um, and saying like I'm good at this. Somebody will always try to find a way to to tear you down and tear your dream down and tear your 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 uh, activities down. They can't break a purpose down. No one can take your purpose from you. Can does the road look super crazy? Does it look like, you know, uh, uh, incline up a mountain through some dark woods? All that. Yeah. Trust me, you better you better stay on track. Because you'll feel worse. And I'm telling you this from experience. I don't talk about nothing that I haven't experienced. You're going to start feeling hella bad if you're not living in your purpose and you know what that purpose is. Like, if you know what your purpose is, and you're just not doing it because you're scared. I'm telling you, you're going to continue to have that conflict of interest in your mind. You're going to continue to have um, the anxiety. You're going to continue to have all these crazy thoughts in your mind because you are denying yourself. The opportunity to be who you're supposed to be, you're scared of yourself you don't want to face it. this is hard self help is hard because in doing so you gotta you have to let everything you got in you you gotta let it out. Do you know how fearful I am of speaking about Kennedy, how fearful I am about speaking about imani about my my son's like what? But I can't do this podcast without expressing the true feeling because who is it healing if I'm sitting here still uh, in front of this camera, on this microphone, uh, uh, holding secrets? We put ourselves in these positions in thinking or diluting the level of our purpose, right? We'll rather be in a group of people that have similar interests and a, a, a similar purpose so that we don't have to stand out. Get the fuck out that group. Your purpose is yours and yours alone. Stand on it. I fought this self-help shit for decades. It took my daughter to die and me to look for help for me to be like, you are the help. You are the help. what are you doing? You've been doing this your whole life on accident. I had to face that harshness of 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 knowing that. people don't understand like when like well for me, when I was out stealing cars and food and and stealing stuff from- gro- uh, uh clothes and wallets and belts and all that shit, it was a conflict of interest in my mind. Because I knew that this was not the road that I wanted to go down. That it's just it's just not me. I mean, I was good at it, but it's just, but when I lay down at night, I'm like, man, damn. I don't think I should have did that. It's people probably listen, that's that's gonna listen to this episode like, whoa, 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 wait, hold on, you were doing what, when, why, what? Because I needed to figure out how to help me by all costs before I asked anybody for anything. And I was willing to to lose my freedom over that until I had kids. I had made up in my mind that once like um, once I was about to get married, because I knew that like from a very young age, I wanted to be married, I wanted to have kids, but I just didn't know when. But once it set on me, like, all right, go like you about to get married, like, whatever. I stopped cold turkey, boom, leave it alone. But then things got got rocky when I came out here, and I start doing a little bit of stuff out here because I'm like, I don't like I'm out here by myself. I don't have no blood relatives out here. It's just me and my kids. So I'm like, I got to get shit moving because I don't, I don't have a second income. But I'm like, nah, because. My kids depend on me way too much for me to risk freedom. They don't have nobody else that they like. I'm like, it's so weird that you would think that I, I, I carry them, my sons. They when I tell you their level of dependence on me and their belief in me to just get it done there is no other option. So I, ha- I no. I got to work the nine to five. I got to build the business. I got to get on here and I got to uh, try to help y'all and get enough numbers to get um, to get monetized and yada, yada, whatever. I got to do that. I got to get out of these spaces that I that I swear are fulfilling to me. In the open. Oh, my God, I have so much. Fun. Oh, this is great. This is this whole lot. I'm like, I should not be here. I should not be talking to these people. I thought my purpose was something completely different. Like in my mind, I I didn't think that speaking poetry, like, like that's like, like poetry is just my passion for real. Like I've been loving poetry since 10th grade. And I don't think I really ever said a poem out loud like until years later. I, f- I found my first You know what? Shout out to to my my guy Ernest uh, uh Black West. I found the very first verse when I used to uh, rap when I was younger. I found the very first verse I, I, I had written for real, outside of us rapping, you know, me and my brothers rapping up uh, against the boombox. Uh, we used to live in Azusa, stuff like that. But the first verse that was on something that like gave, like made people like, oh, he got, he's a little bit nice. My guy Black West gave me that, that shot and I put a verse on, on one of his uh, albums. Ever since then, I'm like, nah, y'all about to get this work. Not rapping, I'm not a rapper for real. I got bars. Like, if 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 it's a life or death situation, like, I can rap. Like, I'm just, it just is what it is. But that's not the route that I wanted to go through. When I told him that, because I'm looking at him like, you know, a mentor. Like, he, you know, I'm, whenever he's doing music, I'm with him, like, while he's doing music. a lot. I don't want to say every time, but a lot of times. And so like look watching him and his journey, it helped me a lot. But even when I was like, yo, like, I'm not rapping no more, you know, I'ma I'm gonna I'm do my spoken word thing, he ended up using one of my poems. And I don't even know what the uh know what the 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 song is. But the point is that as great as he is in, you know, repping for the city, the town, and stuff like that, he even after, it was so long after that first verse, he's like, yo, I want you to listen to something. He sent it to me and then He had my poem at at the end of one of his songs. I'm like, that's my God. Like, whatever. Because for me, it was, oh, shit. Even my mentor, my musical mentor, sees that this rapping part, yeah, I'm all right, but that ain't it. This poetry is going to change the world. At least it's going to change my world. And I've just been going. I no longer put myself in these fake ass rooms, in these fake situations and act like I'm a spoken word artist, period. If you put a gun to my head, I can give you a good 16. If you put two guns to my head, I might could give you a good five minute freestyle of bars. But I want to live that. I don't want to, I don't want to be in that, in that space. I was the type of person that I'm going to help you in secret. I'm going to love you in secret. And I'm not talking about romantic love. I'm talking about just love in general. Just I'm going to pour into you in secret. but that affected me because the love that i have and the 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 gift the purpose that i have is outward and i'm trying to i'm 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 trying to be secretive about like how i'm helping people what i'm doing to help people and of course it i secretive I'm not saying telling people's business like, oh, I, I did this for you. No, 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 no. I'm talking about when I, like, I'll see something. I'll be scrolling and I'll see something. And I know I have a word for that. I know that I have a poem that I can lead you to for that. That you'll be like, oh, sh- like, what? But I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to mess with that stranger. I don't want to mess with that person. I don't want this person to think that I feel like that I'm God. And so I'm just doing stuff in secret. Yo, check out this episode. I just talked about that on 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 that. I just man, I just wrote a poem uh about this. Like like check that out. It'll, it it I'm telling you it's re- it's refreshing. Right? But people don't want people don't want to be helped when they don't want to be helped. And people want to be helped. How can I put this? People want to be helped with money with uh the aesthetic of looking rich um the luxury exth- they, like they 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 they'll get help with that they'll get loans for that they'll uh do all they'll do everything they can to stay in that lifestyle right even though they don't fit there it's not their time yet People want help with everything except healing. People go out of their way to get loans for cars, for houses, for whatever. People go out of their way to look a certain way to the public. Can't afford it. Um, Pitching pennies to get it. But nobody is really going out of their way to get their emotions right, to break those generational curses that was taught to us through fear. For me, I don't care about that stuff. I don't care about luxury. I don't care about um, the nicest cars. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It's so many broken spirits in the world. It's so many young black men, young Latino uh, men, women. Like, it's so many people that are affected and don't know how to deal with getting their emotions dealt with in a healthy way. We always think that, you know, going to therapy is dumb or just talking to your friends for it's dumb. And it's like, No. I can go from laughing and joking with the people that I do speak to to something very very serious back to joking in a matter of one or two minutes. But that's because now I I I was able to face myself and now I'm looking at people with purpose. I can't fuck with you for real if you if if you don't like if I link with you, there has to be something about you that fits my purpose. I know that sounds crazy, but relationships are about uh who can benefit what at least I'm trying to benefit a healthy part of the relationship if I don't listen, you can give me a million dollars you can give me a million dollars in a headache or five hundred thousand. And peace, and I'm taking the five hundred thousand every time because my purpose is my purpose is there. I'm looking to heal, you know, my mental. I'm looking to heal health wise. I'm looking to heal how I see people, how I see relationships. But I can't get there if I'm doing it in secret. It's so much more things. Like and y'all gonna get it on on future podcasts. But it's so much more things that just need to be said in a in a in a more, um, in a more presenting way, but more like in your face type of way. I don't know that without the meditation session. I don't know that without, um, without having to face myself. Like we go out of our way. To get away from who we're supposed to be. And we hide behind so many things that is just is unnecessary. I'm so hard on myself now because I realize I have created a lot of trauma in my in my own life by allowing my emotional. Or allowing my emotions to keep me in a place that I did not and should not have been. This person that you see on this podcast and hear on this podcast. This has been me my entire life, but it was hidden behind relationships and wanting to be the best version of, of who the person saw in me. This version of who I am has been here, but I lose myself in the tasks of my life. So I'm like, I I I always start the the podcast complex the poet father author entrepreneur. These are all parts of me. These are not me. I had to face myself to say, hey, you're a parent, but Go get some hoes, bro. You tripping. Not like that, but whatever. Like you work for this job. But you aren't the job. Like, and it's so easy to get caught up into the identity of the thing you are uh, that you have passion for. It's It's a difference between having a passion for something and it being your purpose having a pa- you when you have a passion you start to get lost in that i loved track all that mattered to me was practicing i loved football after uh like halfway through but that's all that mattered was working out having muscles having six pack getting like that's all that mattered i love being a parent everything was like nobody even asked like no i can't go um my son is is breathing <laughs> No, I I I can't go because you know my son really don't 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 mess with that for real. Like you get lost in that. That's passion. But sometimes your your passion will put you on a on a path of destruction because there's too many emotions there. You're not willing to stop and think logical. Your purpose is all logical. It's reality. When you really sit down to break it down. Your purpose is very logical. We all have a, a thing that we're good at that we don't know why we're good at it. And a lot of times when you feed that, you'll realize you're good at that because that's your purpose. You were born with that piece. That was your job when you were born. The universe said here, you, you are here to inspire period whether you realize it or not that's what you what that's what you are here for I'm sad it took me because I've been doing this what three four years I'm sad it took me 35 years to 36 years to be like yo this you're supposed to do this this is it all that other stuff you're trying to do That's it. Like that poetry that you write, that that pain that you spill on the paper, that blood that you shed on the microphone. Like that's it, because there's people out there thinking how you're thinking, but but are scared to think it out loud. Stop being scared to heal. Stop being scared to treat yourself good, to feed into or to feed light into you. Stop being afraid to be the light in the room. Face yourself. I'm telling you this because I had to do this shit. I had to really be like, bro, you are an awesome poet. I had to, you and inst- I inspire me. There's other people that I am inspired by, but. Do I inspire me? Because if I can't inspire me, if I can't allow myself, like when I listen back to the podcast, if I don't hear something that allows me to get up myself and, and want to improve and better myself, what am I here for? All this shit started because my daughter died, right? Before that, I've been an inspiration, but I couldn't say that and I didn't believe it because I didn't say it. Because if you say it, you arrogant, you cocky. My daughter left me so much in her passing and I'm grateful for it. As much as it hurts. As much as it hurts. She left me so much that has allowed me to push through Everything that I was trying to put the uh, hold back on. Y'all gonna get this inspiration and y'all gonna heal whether you like it or not. If you listen to this podcast, if you read it, uh if you if you get the book, if you listen to the point, you are going to heal whether you like it or not. I don't write this stuff just to be out here like, oh, I got bars. I don't get on this podcast uh just to be like, oh, I'm I'm talking, I have a podcast. Look, no, heal. It's too much that you have to live for, for you to be sitting being miserable. I'm in here daily going head up, running the ones with depression and anxiety because I'm here to help y'all heal. I want y'all to be able to reach out to somebody like just a regular person that's going through what you are going through just to be like, yo, this shit is crazy. My response could be anywhere from two minutes to, bruh, I know. Because sometimes you don't need a fucking response. Sometimes you just need a fam. Listen, crazy, right? When I was little, they used to say, you know, uh, they used to, the, the saying was, you over there fucked up because you are trying to keep up with the Joneses. I've seen that my whole life I've seen so many people Try to keep up with the Joneses They're miserable Because they followed after This artificial life Because the Joneses Was getting praise Never realizing That's what they wanted That the Joneses Wanted to be The apple of everybody's eye Half of y'all Can't take Congratulations from people. You get sweaty, you feel crazy, yet you're trying to be out here living like you want to be in the light. Because you're battling yourself. You haven't faced you yet. You're still facing the you that everybody has put in front of you. The you that, you know, that has this dream. Like you, like when you were a kid, you watch TV and movies and then you immediately think you can do that karate. You immediately think you could fight like that. You immediately think that, you know, you could drive fast cars like that. You could get the women. You could get the men. You immediately think like these movies really brainwash you to feel like that. At what point do you be like, "Ooh, that ain't that ain't the road that I want to go? Because in certain instances, you got to do a lot to get to where you're trying to go. And sometimes that journey is not always good. I reached the peak of what I wanted in life. And it was to be married. And to be a great father. And I did everything in my power to do both. Unfortunately. It didn't work. I am divorced. I am a baby father and a baby daddy simultaneously. I have custody of my sons, but my oldest daughter, I'm a child support for. I am both, I am both peaceful and I am flawed. It's no, it's no level of perfection that, that I have in me at all. I had to face it. I had to face it. We don't realize the steps it takes to get to, to, to the trouble, to the trauma To the terror. We don't realize the steps it takes to get to the peace, to the love, to the comfort. We don't realize it. So that's why it's dangerous when you see people on a screen and you believe that you can be that thing. It's dangerous. It's dangerous when people tell you when they base your life. Oh, you're so handsome. You're so handsome. Oh, you can do no wrong. You're so handsome. When you tell babies that, you tell kids that, you tell you know uh, preteens that, and now they're looking for somebody to fulfill that your beautiful thing. Miserable. One of the best things I think that is a part of our universe. Is the ability for people to just roast you. I thank God for my brother, Duck, my brother, uh, KB, because they roasted me to oblivion when I was a child. In the moment, I was devastated. Like, how do y'all say y'all love me? and Y'all are killing me. African booty scratcher. Your lips look like busted hot links. Your hair so nappy. It's like RoboCop. Like what? What did I do to you? But as I got older and life started attacking me, I'm like. None of y'all can make me feel like I felt dealing with a rough day of jokes from my, my siblings. It was humbling it was moments of don't get too high on yourself because there's always going to be someone to do what we're doing right now. They don't they didn't mean no harm. Right. They just roasted me. That's just that's what we do. I didn't become funny until. I don't people be laughing at stuff that I'd be serious about. So I, I really don't even think that I'm funny. But I'll say something and people will be cracking up laughing. I'm like, um, that was not a joke. That was serious. Right. That comes from me sitting there crying, getting roasted, me trying to respond. Them just, I mean, especially my brother KB, that man was a menace. He did not even, he didn't care about near tear he will roast you until, like, ah, I'm gonna kill everybody. <laughs> like, that was that was me. I'm sorry. That's just how it was. But as an adult, I started realizing, hey, you gotta face yourself. All that, all that noise, it don't mean nothing. Oh, you suck at poetry. Okay, you do it. Your podcast don't don't help. Okay, you come on, come on, my podcast. Let me see, let me see what you got. Your apparel is blah blah okay, you make it, I'll support you. I was able to remove myself from that mentality of, I want to be what I see on TV. I want to be what I see in society. Yeah, it's good. The only thing, the it's one thing, and I'm going I'm to tell you all right now, it's one thing that I'm jealous about. It's two things, two things. Um, I'm only jealous about the time that people have, right? I get so mad when I see people, um, not mad, like, like for real, but I get upset when I see people having time to do what they want to do, right? The reality of it is though, they worked hard to be able to spend their time how they, um, how they want to spend it right I be getting something like man what do I got to do To to just have the time to do what I want So that's one thing the second thing Is that that I'm jealous about is anybody Who has um, a personal Chef y'all can kick rocks I, Like nah get, y'all get on my nerves Like you know I mean that in a Loving way Those are only two things other than that I don't care about none of that I don't care about fast cars Hot cars I, I got kids Bro I got kids, and I need to be able to have a sustainable lifestyle. Will it be? Would it be? Uh, crazy nice to be in the upper echelon of of entertainment. Yeah, but I'm not. I, fam, listen, I don't want none of that. People people getting killed for fame. I just want to be able to take care of my kids and do and and, and do the extras that I want to do. But I'm not there without facing the fact that. All of this starts with you, right? You have to sit down, like for me. My my thing was I want to be married, have kids. I did that. It didn't work. Whatever. Not whatever, because I was I was bothered by that. But it's whatever now. I'm not married. I have my kids. Whatever. I'm not getting down on myself because the marriage didn't work. I'm getting down on myself because why you stop why you stop looking? Not saying that I want to be married time and time and time and time again, but what are you looking for in life? What's crazy is I never had a real healthy idea of what a a marital relationship was. I just knew that I was going to master that shit. Failed miserably. The failure was me not being who I was supposed to be to me. The things that I allow to happen because I can't communicate with you certain things um, if I can't communicate them to myself. Like we 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 have this this non factual idea of life, right? And it's crazy because we will look at things on TV, hear things on radio, see the rich people in the, in the neighborhood, right? And we'll just immediately want to be that, pretend to be that. Like, think about how many times you watch the movie and try to do the karate moves. Think about how many movies you love that you do, that you do cosplay in. Think about how many times you heard something um, around the neighborhood, on the radio, yada, yada, whatever. And you're like, oh, I'm going to do that. I could do that, whatever. And you looked at it from, I could do that without ever studying what it took to, to do that. That's where we're at in life, is that we have real uh, uh, representation of bad relationships, good relationships, bad friendships, good fr- Like, we have real time uh, knowledge of all of that, but we don't pay attention to that. You can be as famous as you want to, Right? And it just is what it is. And I I hope this doesn't come off as calloused. So many people reached that dream that they saw on TV that I'm going to be famous because I want to be famous. And that person made me want to be famous. And I'm going to be a rapper because that person inspired me. And I want to be. But you don't know their story and what it took to get there. So you just went for it and didn't realize all the forces that come against you on that journey. And so many of them have reached to that peak of what they thought they wanted and killed themselves. I don't think for a moment that anybody in the world who has committed suicide has done it in their right mind. I do think that the people who have done it was battling with themselves who they who they were presenting and who they were supposed to be. Because I'm telling you, I like I have that fight often. Not that I have the thought of suicide or harming people, but one of my biggest conflicts in my mind, especially not on medicine, is who I am. How I'm presenting myself versus the idea of who I want to be. And it's a difficult fight. And if you already, you know, chemically imbalanced, it could be a fight that you lose because there is no there that is not in sight for you in reality. It's good to dream. It's good to reach. It's good to to want to be these things. But at what cost? My inspiration is, is Langston Hughes and Maya Angelou. That's my inspiration. Right. When it comes to me as a poet. Them to me were the two most down to earth, discombobulated, loving, caring, chaotic people. For me, just reading their stories and researching, you know, how they got to where they were. Right. Especially Miss Angelou. Just studying her and just knowing what like the life she lived before she became this phenomenal woman, this phenomenal poet, this phenomenal speaker. Like. fam, That's my lane right there. Whoring, losing jobs, uh, losing kids, um, but expressing it, and not in a, a way of pity, but in a way of, "Hey, this is what this is what somebody's reality is." Like she's the reason why. Like Langston is the reason why I chose to speak uh speak my poetry how i talk like not slang but not proper you know what i mean like so when you even read the book it's going to be some slang words in, in in the book because that's how i talk langston inspired that 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 made me want to be myself because before i was writing poems like very very structured very much like college prep type poems like um just you know literally one bar uh one bar rhymes just whatever the n word is the the end word not n word whatever the n word is, I'm a rhyming with that like just just that's what it is my home militia gave me a book to read um I think it was the block or on the block or I forget what it was, but it's a Lexington Hughes book. And I'm like reading and I'm like, he talking about Jive this and Jack and da 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 da. And I'm like, hold on. You telling me that you could really be yourself? So all that college prep poem, that went out the window. You getting complex, the motherfucking poet, and I'm going to give it to you how I feel it. I'm going to speak it to you how I feel it. I don't have, like, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the journey. Like, yeah, they successful. Yeah. All right, cool. Who was you before you were the phenomenal woman? Who were you before you were the Langston Hughes? And when I start diving into that, I'm like, yo, that's crazy because I'm living a similar struggle journey to figure out who I want to be. Um, rather, like when I was young, I'm like, all right, I'm a rap. Why? Because people around me rap. Mr. Gunla- Mr. Gonzalez, John Muir, 10th grade English class. Hey, this month we working on poetry. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Because I'm a, I'm in an inner city. Either you bang or you ball. You talking about poetry, my guy? Immediately fell in love. Immediately fell in love with poetry. Why? Because poetry is a thing of passion. Poetry is a, a is a thing of purpose. I have been living a poetic life of inspiration without ever realizing it. I told y'all before I was ashamed, I kept getting most inspirational. Like, I'm like, I ain't no fucking cheerleader because that's how I felt. I felt it being inspirational in an inner city is being a cheerleader. Whole while I could have been perfecting my skill as a child I could have been like I I could have been doing that as a child but it wasn't my time yet. All right bet, you're going to keep on being stubborn, you're going to keep on trying to, to be what society says, you're going to keep on trying to be what your your surroundings show you. Cool. My first book was called in a uh what was it? In a journey to nowhere in a hurry. I have no like. I wrote that junk, and I'll be—I'll probably date myself, but I wrote that junk, and it was in a three-ring binder that I scribbled the title of the book on, and that junk was filled up. I have no clue where it is. I did that in tenth grade. I had a whole book in tenth grade that I like. I just was writing about everything. Fast forward. To 2008, I'm like, yo, I really wanna do this. Fast forward now, 2022, four spoken word albums, fifth one on the way, a book, a podcast to do what? To inspire. What did I have to do to get here? I had to face myself. I hate having anxiety, I hate fighting depression. But I'm a, I am both a good and I'm, I'm a person who looks at both good and bad. And sad to say some of the best things of my life now came from the gift my daughter left me when she passed away. And I'll be damned if I sit on my ass and not do what I'm supposed to do. I'll be damned if I do that. A lot of us are raised off perspective, not factual information. But we fear like, we fear looking selfish. We fear looking selfish. Like, well, let me not say we. One of my biggest fears of not being out in the open is um, looking selfish. Like I've, I've, I've been worn down like for so long, but I don't want to look selfish. I don't want to look like I, I I have something that the people need or I have something that somebody need um, and not give it because I don't want people to be, oh, look, him he's selfish. He say he this, he that, but he don't want to help people. He don't do this, he don't do that. And so I do it. In doing so, I had to check myself because I was allowing people to I was allowing people to play with my emotions to a level of me lying to myself, not even distracted me, literally just believing in something that just wasn't. Because I allow people to play with my emotions. I allow people to say things and do things. And it's like, at what point do you say, nah, I I can't. I can't. And I I I've I've come to the reality, and one of my sayings is, man, fuck these people. Not personally, but for me, when I find myself lost in trying to create something for someone or uh, uh, trying to trying to do anything outside of being myself to, to give that gift to the people, I was lying to myself like, uh, oh, you like that? I'm going to make that for you. And then, boom, no purchase. Oh, you like that poem? All right, yeah, it's out now. No purchase. I had to really check myself like, are you doing this to help everyone or are you doing this for financial gain, for real? And for me, I'm doing this shit for me. I need to heal. I need continuous healing. I need to understand that life gets better because for me and my reality, it's very hard. It's very difficult with everything that I go through on a daily basis. It's difficult. So I am on this podcast. I am writing this poetry. I am recording the spoken word. I'm doing all that because I need to heal and I want other people to heal with me. My intent is not to persuade anybody to, to have people looking at me like anything. The goal is for you to watch this podcast, listen to it, read the poetry, listen to the poetry, however it is, and heal. Take a piece of that, like, man, I, I, like, that was like that. Yeah, people are going to, I hate this, I hate that, uh, yada, yada, whatever. Okay, cool, it's not for you. I, the things that, like, outside of the apparel, that, the apparel is the only thing that I take criticism in because the apparel is not a part of the passion, I love designing what I design. I love having something tangible that I could say, if I'm having a bad day and just not really wanting to talk, peacefully flawed. It's tangible. Hey, remember, you hey, you're okay. It's okay to be flawed. Understand it. Figure it out. It's okay. Figure out if you want to keep that flaw. Figure out if it's something that you want to get rid of. It's up to you. But in order for you to do that, you have to sit down with yourself. I don't take criticism on, uh, on what I speak about on this podcast. I don't take criticism on the poetry at all. Why? Because this is purpose-driven. If you don't like what I'm saying on the podcast... You're not ready to hear it. If you don't like what I'm saying in the poetry, you're not ready to hear it. That is not up for debate because that is a passion of mine. I know for a fact this podcast is healing. I know for a fact the poetry is healing. So I don't accept none of that because I'm 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 here. If I was doing entertainment type stuff or if I was in a different genre of podcasting, Criticism would be, like, all right, cool. I'm not telling y'all nothing from no Bible. I'm not trying to pyramid scheme y'all. I'm not talking on things that I don't know nothing about. I'm giving you things that I for a fact know real human beings go through. It's not a scheme. It's not a scam. You're not seeing me offer any type of uh, e-books or any. No, listen to this podcast and get this work. Start being true to yourself. Start believing in who you are meant to be. Stop allowing other people to uh, seep that negative. like that like it's just a. It all you need is a crack in your armor, and they're gonna seep the negativity in. But if you purpose driven, it's no way that that type of stuff gonna get in. But you can't be purpose driven and still trying to live off uh, societal, societal standards. Like. I go in, I go and hiding and this is di- this this is difficult for me. I don't really post certain things on social media, right? I got a whole ass I got like eight pages, right? For the business and then I have private pages that, you know, have my kids on them. And I like I noticed that um, you know, a lot of people post their kids and stuff like that, and I don't see nothing wrong with that. But I have a private page because, or a private page that that I uh, that I have on my that I post my kids because of trauma. When my daughter, my oldest daughter, was born. My like I couldn't represent as a parent. We're in the time of social media. Right. So I'm posting my sons, posting, 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 whatever. We just have fun. And my daughter's mom was like, you're not posting her. And I'm like, I don't I don't get it. Like, she, that's my child. Like, why? Why would I post the other kids? But because I wasn't in because I wasn't in the 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 stance that I am now, I never posted my daughter. Not one time. Not one time did I get, like, when I tell you the opportunity of being, a, like, a, like, representing my child, how I represent all my children, that, that bothered me. I understood her logic, yada, yada, whatever, but it bothered me. So because I can't represent all of my kids in the open, none of my kids are going to get represented open. Even to this day, her and I have been together and I don't know how long. Um, I already don't get to see my daughter as is. But even knowing that, I still have a private page that just like where my kids are. I don't put my kids on anything. If I can't represent all, then nobody gets represented in the open. On my private page, like I always post my kids. She's still missing. But that's why I don't post certain things. I hide behind this idea of, oh, I need to limit my social media footprint as a result to, you know, because, you know, people be kidnapping kids and yada, yada, whatever, and this, that, and the other. But the reality of it is, is my is I'm always with my kids. And now that I'm looking back at it, it's like, What the fuck? What are you talking about? Because it was like under the idea of protection of of the kid. And of course, like I said, I, I understood it in the moment or let me be honest, I don't think I understood it. I think it was more like I don't even want I'm tired of arguing over it like cuz so much stuff was building up where I wasn't able to just be a father to to my daughter and that was just, that was one of the things that just took me like overboard like I don't I don't understand and it started affecting me cuz I'm like damn you ashamed that you have a kid by me you've already said we can't move no further because you know of my sons but now I can't even post my daughter. Now I can't even do things like I didn't have a place at the time or whatever. Um. But that, that that didn't that shouldn't have negated the time that I was personally able to spend with my daughter without harassment. Like everything that I did, it was like I had to have permission from her and her her parents. Like this is my motherfucking kid. What are you like? What are you talking about? And being beat down so much, and I know it sounds bad because like I haven't given up on my daughter. I really do want to see my daughter. I really do want, you know, her to understand what happened. But people don't they don't allow you to feel. You supposed to take everything that your partner gives you and never give up. My mind was tormented in that situation. my sons only saw their sister a handful of times before everything went bad and i feel like i was used to produce a baby just to get pushed away and that created this 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 wall around my heart this callous feeling like I don't know if I'll ever see my daughter again. And I have to live with that every day while walking past Kennedy's urn, while watching the boys run around and grow up in life. I'm missing so much. But the fight, the daily fight, the the not being able to, to be a parent for real, even when I like... There was not a day that I missed. Even with having, even with having nothing, even with me logically, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm gonna work. You're getting half of the check. My son's mom getting half of the check. I didn't have nothing. I wasn't trying to live with with her. I wasn't trying to uh, leech off her. I wasn't trying to do anything. But I couldn't post my kid. It was a headache trying to get trying to get my daughter to go to one of my son's birthday parties. It was, what is this? Where is that? Why are you doing this? Why? We got into an argument at the baby shower because I wanted to be there with her. It was a whole ass argument at the baby shower. And it did nothing but get worse from there of me being able to be a part of my daughter's life. We don't get to talk about that as men. We don't get to talk about out loud the disrespect that we have to go through, the fight that we have to have through everything, the the eyes peering in on us like we bad parents and we this and we that. Like, nah. If you know me, you know I love my kids. so you know it has to be something super duper outrageous for me not to have access to my daughter even before Kennedy passed but I sat in silence I'm not nah I'm not saying anything for what because it it is it's, it's going to turn into oh you're trying to pit her against yada yada whatever and it's like no I want my daughter to to have the opportunity to speak to me when she understands a little bit more. My daughter from me, from me, from me, I love my daughter. But how it looks on the other side is that I was used to create this baby and to be forced out. And so having that trauma of not being able to represent my kid in the open, now I'm just sitting here, like, if I'm being honest, it's just... If, if I'm being honest, I really try to limit my footprint because I don't, I don't want none of my exes seeing fun, seeing growth. Like all of my my business pages are open because I just post business and you know me just trying to make it right. But I don't want to I don't want to seem like I'm having fun because if I have fun, then boom, there's the chaos. If I'm being honest, I'm not really looking for uh, uh, any other relationships because if one of my ex exes see it, here comes the chaos. So I'm sitting still living in in misery because of fear of them seeing fun, them seeing growth, and them trying to come and make my life more hell than what it already is. Why? Because I've been in a situation where that's been the case. That's been the case to where I'm beat down and and I'm broken and 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 things just happen and life is what it is. And I'm not saying I was perfect. But I know that I didn't deserve this situation with my oldest daughter. I know I didn't deserve the situation with Kennedy passing. But everybody has to go through the journey that that is meant for them. It's difficult. Like if I tell you the if I tell you the truth, you're gonna be like, bro, like what? It's so much stuff that I tolerated, hidden behind. I love you so much, and I just want you to be happy. So if, if 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 you being happy and us not arguing means I can't post my daughter, cool. It sucks because I want to show people. Like I never got the opportunity to do like what I see on on TikTok. I never got an opportunity to do any of that because I had to be at her at her house or her parents' house to have my kid in peace. I think I got my like I said, I got my kid one time by myself. Once. And I'm not saying this to, to, to attempt to badmouth her or anything, because we both got hella wrong in, in, in the entire situation. But for me, I'm like, dang, like, I can't believe, I can't believe that this is how you treat me as a co-parent as a person. We had raw sex, and this is how you treat me as a parent. If this was gonna be the situation, then there should have been a conversation of like, hey, no, 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 no. This is what it is, is it's not it's not that. But you don't wait until You pregnant to say, I can't fuck with you for real? You don't wait until you you, you're pregnant to say, hey, like, I don't even really think that we can move forward because, you know, your son's just loud, it's crazy, yada yada, whatever. But I gotta eat that. And I have to look like the, I'm pretty sure to her and her family, I'm just deadbeat, yada yada, whatever. Because people don't have accountability. They don't want to say, like, I did that. My health is horrible, right? One of the things that is a part of my, um, my ailments is I have a heart disease, um, and too much stress could switch me off just like that. It's a real thing. This is why I, I don't argue with people, um, to the best of my ability. This is why, um, I isolate, you know, so the anger don't kick in and stuff like that. I. I have to. See, y'all don't y'all don't know that. Y'all think that I'm peaceful because I want to be peaceful. No, 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 no. I'm flawed in a mug. The peace comes because if I get too rowdy, if I get too crazy, if I get too hyped up, it is a, a matter of the level of stress that I put on myself where my heart like it fill away. And every time I feel like that, I'm like, "Man, please let me wake up tomorrow." but I've been through so much, and I've hidden behind uh uh man, what if my ex see this what if my ex see that? you know what the crazy thing is that hit me? all three of my exes uh my ex wife, my daughter's mom, my ex fiance. The relationships all reached a level to where all of them have my social security number. And I'm hiding from them off of social media. Like, I'm already on child support for my daughter. What more what else can you do to me if you see me having fun? If life was gonna be any worse than what it was, as a result to them, like they have my socials, they could they could have ruined my life in any, in any other way. And I know that sounds very very uh, uh, extreme. I don't think any of them would, outside of you know trying to do child support, which my daughter's mom um, she's owed that, regardless of how she treated me, regardless of what she did to push me away, regardless of how she continues to do whatever she. She deserves that, and more, but I can't have a conversation with her to see what the more is i'm not just about to just give money, 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 money just for the sake of giving fucking money. if there's no conversation you're gonna get whatever you whatever you put to the court that's what you're gonna get. I know that that shit is not enough. I'm raising four kids, dolo, but if you're not gonna have a conversation with me. I I can't do anything. I had to face that. I had to face like yeah, you know, if somebody find out, they're going to be like, "Oh, he claims he's a good father, he's this, he's that." It's two sides to the story. I never tell it because I was there. But in this week of meditation that I was going through, um, I had to face it. Like yeah, they got my social I gotta start really being who I like, really being who I am, regardless. If they gonna try to do something, they gonna try to do something. Whatever, I don't, I don't even care. I was, uh, I, I don't. I've been dealing with this for seven years now, of being treated like, being spoken to like a deadbeat. I'm never fighting nobody to be who I, who I'm supposed to be, who I know that I am. I'm never fighting anybody. I fought year after year after year. I have to, I have to focus on what I, what I have to focus on. I love my baby. I pray that I see her, you know, sooner than later, um, because she deserves the father that I am. But I'm not hiding like fuck all that. Like I'm not hiding the progression. I'm not hiding the peace. I'm not hiding any of that any longer. Because it is is diluting who I'm supposed to to be. I'm giving you the 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 best that I have of me minus That part, because it's like, oh, like, what if I get famous and then she come out and say boom, 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 boom. Right. So I'm not pushing the the podcast a lot. I'm not pushing the poetry a lot. I'm pushing it just enough to where I. Y'all see it, but it's 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 a small group. I'm not doing open mics no more. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing a show from from the crib. Well, because of COVID too and I I can't deal. But even before COVID. I'm not doing open mics no more because what if you run up what if you walk up in a spot where I'm doing my shit at and then now it's a full-blown argument. Now it's a full-blown yada yada whatever. And that's something that I deal with on top of dealing with Kennedy's death, on top of dealing with the things that have to do with uh, with the kids, on top of putting out fires, on top of kids going to college or getting ready for college, on top of kids having jobs and needing to go here and there. Like, it's so much stuff that I already have to do. I'm not blaming nobody. These kids didn't ask to be here. I just want an opportunity to do my part as a parent without losing Who I'm supposed to be. I had to face myself. And say listen bro. You cannot keep. Moonwalking. Through life. It's imperative. That you understand. What the issue is. And you decide. Have you fought to the best of your ability to get the proper outcome. I said in one of the poems, Fear died when my daughter died. Please don't sweat the technique. I think I said, I'm not pro I'm not pro anything but pro fuck with me and see. And I meant that All that fear is gone. I was there. I know what happened in every situation that happened in my serious relationships, uh, friendships and stuff like that. Today, that shit dies. It's over. I don't have time for it no more. It's hindering who I'm supposed to be. The secret is out. I'm a baby father and a baby daddy. Voila. That's the thing that's been holding me back the most. The fear of somebody finding out that I am both a baby father and a baby daddy. Hopefully it changes. Who knows? But I have to keep on the trajectory to make sure that I am uh, caring for the kids that I have, that I am making, you know, room for, you know, like even right now, my daughter ha- my daughter has never been to the last two houses that I had, but she had her own room. And the kids ain't allowed in it. Everywhere that I've been, she's had her own room. When I buy my house, I don't care if I don't buy. My baby is is what? Wait, it's too many of them. Who's birthday? September uh, 11. My baby would be nine this year. She, only been, she hasn't been to any of the houses that I've lived at. I don't care if she's in high school and I buy a house. She don't have a motherfucking room there. If she'll ever be able to come to it or whatever. But that's the secret, y'all. That's what I've been going through. That's what, that's the, 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 the uh, when they say wait till the other shoe hits. The other shoe is I'm a baby daddy and a baby father. And I faced that. And I've understood, the, I've understood my right and wrong in a situation. I understood um, everything that needed to be understood in the situation. After losing Kennedy, I realized, like, if I die, my kids ain't going to have the peace of, of them that they need to continue their journey. They're just not. And so I have, to, I have to do everything possible to be able to be peaceful, to be progressive, to be loving, to be caring. I don't have no ill will towards anybody for anything. You are who you are meant to be. And, you know, I crossed paths with certain people that didn't have best interest, my best interest at heart for real. And that's fine. You know, it's a, it's a difficult, uh, it's a difficult and humbling situation to, to have to deal with. But it's the reality of it. Like I got to fight through to find my peace every day. Every single day I got to fight to find my peace. Every day. And it starts with me. It, it starts with me. Like, none of that other stuff matters. It doesn't matter who did what, who said what, how they treated me, yada, yada, whatever. I have to be able to heal from that because I have a purpose. And my purpose is going to lead me into a position to be heard and also to be healed while healing others. I don't ask for anything from anybody. I don't. I just ask that the love be reciprocated, um, the encouragement be reciprocated, the honesty be reciprocated, because I'm very much logical in a sense of. If you don't want to be with me, tell me, don't disparage me very much. So if you don't want me like if you don't want me on your job. Tell me. Fire me. If you don't want to be friends, tell me. I'm very, I'm very off and on. Once you tell me that you like, once you are serious and tell me that you don't want to deal with me, all right, cool. You don't exist until you reach back in, in ask me for help or reach back like you, like you good. Like I've been in a situation where it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why you didn't call me? Well, you said it was over. It's the middle ground that creates the confusion. It's the, I don't know if we're together or not that causes the confusion. The, I don't know if we're friends or not that caused the confusion. Either it, either you is or you ain't my baby. Either you is, either you ain't my friend. And that's just how that's just how it works. But you like until you start really facing the the real shit in your life, you're not going to be able to be free emotionally. You're not going to be able to be free mentally. I've been trying to figure out a way like to for real, like, yo, like this is the situation. I What I just said right now, I never. Again, people are going to hear this like, wait, what? So this is why I tell you it's important to, that you recognize uh, all type of abuse. Right? Because a lot of this shit comes from abuse. A lot of our traumas are abuse. A lot, Like it comes from that. I'm not telling y'all to recognize it because I'm just saying it. I had to learn how to recognize, oh, that's abuse right there. we tend to like for me because i've been called extra so much i take everything as oh well that's just that's how people are like every everybody has relationship issues like this everybody like and that's how i took it and then i start loving on myself i start believing in myself i's like i start having Moments Like at the beginning, I said something about um, um, losing yourself in the thing. Right. Like I was losing myself in being a parent. I was trying to be the best parent to these boys because of I, I don't get that opportunity with Imani. I'm trying to be the best parent to to the boys because, you know, I don't I, I, I don't get this opportunity with Kennedy. Everything in my life has been predicated on me being a a parent, me being in a relationship, me being in a marriage. So I'm looking at it through those eyes. Never not. Never one time did I stop and separate myself from marriage, from relationship, from kids and deal with me until more recently. It is the most hardest. But yet satisfying thing that I have ever done. It's no other way around it. Separating myself from marriage, relationship, kids, looking at me, Kevin, complex, whatever. is so difficult, but it's so satisfying because I can see my wrong. I can see my flaws. I can see my hurt. I can see my pain, but I can fix it because I recognize it now. I keep saying over and over and over, no matter the darkness, and I mean this, no matter the darkness, we have the ability and opportunity to get to the light and we must get to it at all costs. Peace. What's going on, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Head over to infinitelycomplex.com for your Poetic Properties merch, uh, your copy of King's Collective. Uh, It's on pre-sale right now on my site. Also, The Second Power is available uh, for sale as well. Please tap in, tune in, however you can. I appreciate every way that you guys support. So far, um, if you want a tip, the podcast, or or donate to the podcast, or donate to Infinitely Complex in any way, uh, you can go over to Good Pods app. There's a tip jar there. If you go on my uh, Twitter page, Poetic Properties, there's a tip jar there. I also wanted to um, let you guys know that I will be closing um, the social media pages soon, the ones that are currently available, um, and I will be shifting to just one page that um, and that will give you the full picture of infinitely complex. I will let you guys know when that happens. Um, and so just, just be aware or just be, uh, just as a heads up. So again, infinitelycomplex.com. uh, get your copy of King's collective second power and all my other, um, previous poetry albums and vinyl or what have you. Um, so yeah, I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, subscribe, tell a friend, like it, comment, whatever you whatever you can do. I appreciate it. All right, peace.